Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Subject our lives under the blood of Jesus. Let the blood cleanse and purify and sanctify. Set us apart, O oh Jesus. Let us not be the same as we came. But may we live here, change, transform, and renew in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray myself as a vessel only. Fill me and use me. And minister to us. Teach us. Transform our lives. This evening. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you put your two hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated. For a moment, I thought it was Benjamin on the drums. Oh, wow. wow! Our instrumentalists, they are being lifted to higher heights. Amazing. God is good. Sir, God is good. Wonderful. Well, tonight, I want us to share or continue in the message we've been sharing in the last few weeks. Continue in the faith. To continue in the faith. Are you being blessed from this message? To continue in the faith. Let us read our foundational scripture in Acts chapter 14. Acts chapter 14 and verse 21. Acts chapter 14 verse 21. It says, and when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith, to continue in the faith. And that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. And when they had ordained them elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord on whom they believed. Hallelujah. Amen. It says they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and Antioch confirming the souls of the disciples confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith exhorting them to continue in the faith to continue in the faith hallelujah and we were sharing that whatever we begin if we do not continue then we do not benefit from it I have not seen anyone who began a school course. You began a course in a school. You're taking a course. And in the middle, you stop. And they will give you a degree because you started. That they will give you a degree because you, you made an attempt. You, you came for a while. You came for some few semesters. So they will give you a degree. They will not give you a degree. They will not give you a degree because you try. 
They will not give you a degree because you started. Amen. Amen. Whatever we begin, the reward comes if we are able to finish. And we will not finish if we do not continue. Hallelujah. So it is important that we continue in the faith. That is why after the disciples, after Paul and Barnabas had preached in these cities, they came back to the disciples. They could have gone to other cities, but they came back to the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith. That which they have believed, they should continue in it. Hallelujah. Because Jesus also taught us that they that shall endure unto the end, if you will continue on unto the end, that is when you receive salvation. So you can believe today, and you will come and come and come and come, and you backslide. All the things that you did, they they will not take you to heaven. Hallelujah. That is why we ought to continue what we have begun. That is why it's important to continue. And we realize that to continue also, it is not easy. How many of you agree that it's not easy to continue? He says, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. And they caution them that it must through much tribulation, much tribulation, that we will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. So, the difficulties that we are going through, serving God, it is expected. We have to go through much tribulations to enter into the kingdom of God. Much tribulation, not few tribulation, not less tribulation. We must go through much tribulation. Hallelujah. Much tribulation to enter into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Difficulties, challenges, tiredness. As we are here, some of us are tired. True or not true? Yeah. Some of you more than tired. Amen. But we must endure. To endure anything means that it is difficult. It is not something that you would normally like to handle. But you are putting up with it. You are enduring. Amen. Amen. That is what it means to endure. To put up with. To endure. Difficulties. Hallelujah. So it is not easy to enter into the kingdom of God. I am announcing it to you tonight that it is not easy to enter into the kingdom of God. It is through much tribulation. Through much tribulation. Not few tribulation. Not tribulation here and there. But much tribulation. Amen. But God will help us. I say God will help us. Amen. So we went through a lot of things that the disciples came to exhort them to do. And we said... We are looking into some of the things that we ought to continue in. Hallelujah. Some of the things that we ought to continue in. And last week we went through one of them. We said we must continue in the word. Hallelujah. We must continue in the word. We shared a lot about this. And those of you who are not here, I will exhort you, therefore, to also Listen to this message. Continue in this word. We shared a lot of things last week. And I think um, we all need to hear that message. We all need to hear that message and take it seriously. Amen. Amen. As we are continuing in the word, so many sins are falling off. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? As we are, con- you cannot sit in this church come and go, come, hear the word, listen, and be the same. You will change. I say you will change. As you are hearing the word, as you are hearing, there is something about the word of God. Amen. It has power to remove sins from your life. Hallelujah. So, 
just surround yourself with the word of God. That is all you need to do. Don't focus on your sins. Just let the word fail you. Let the word fail you. And make effort to apply the word. And as you do so, you realize that sins are falling off you. Amen. Amen. Today we want to continue. Um, The second thing that we want to continue in is to continue in love. Continue in love. Continue in love. John chapter 15 and verse 9. John chapter 15 and verse 9. Say, as the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Continue ye in my love. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Jesus was exhorting the disciples to continue in the love that he has for them. Hallelujah. To continue in the love of God. To continue in the love. He says he has... He says, as the Father has loved me, that means that the love that the Father has for him, he has the same love for them, and he exhorts them to continue in that kind of love, to continue in the love that the Father has for him, as he has also loved them. They ought to continue in that love. Hallelujah. Now, we know that it was not only the Father that loved the Son, we also know that the son loved the father also. Because love, when it is two-sided, when it is returned, it is beautiful. Love, when it is given and it is received, it is beautiful. Hallelujah. So when Christ has showered his love towards us and we have received it, it then causes us to return that love to him. Do you understand? When Christ has showered his love towards us and we receive it, it causes in us to also shower our love or to return our love to him. Hallelujah. When a man showers his love towards a woman, a woman that did not even have any idea, did not have an idea or didn't even consider this man, when the man showers his love towards that woman, it causes in the woman to begin to love the man. Do you understand? It makes, you see, you are there, you never had thought about this man. But the man starts showering love towards you. Showering love towards you. Showering love towards you. And as the love keeps coming and coming, you see that it, it, it begins to attract some return some return of love amen is it except you are a witch it is only a witch that you when you shower love you shower love and shower love they cannot return the love oh yes except you are a witch amen except you are a witch that we love you and love you you see there are some people you love them, you love them, but they don't seem to even have a bit. You are a witch. You are a witch. Amen. You see, it's the same thing with the, 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 way, uh, the love of God. When, when God showers his love towards you, when God showers his love towards you and he showers his love towards you, it is only the God of this world who will blind your eyes such that you cannot receive. It's demon. It's when a demonic spirit has blinded your eyes, you cannot receive and you cannot return the love. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are saying you cannot continue in the faith if you are not one always aware or conscious of the love of God for you. You cannot remain in the faith 
if you are not conscious, always aware of the love of God for you. And number two, if you do not love God, you cannot continue in the faith. So you must be conscious of the love of God for you, and you also ought to love God. He says, continue ye in my love. Continue ye in my love. Hallelujah. When you are not conscious of the fact that God loves you dearly and unconditionally, it becomes difficult for you to walk with God. If you are not always conscious, if you are not always aware, if you are not always mindful of the fact that God loves you unconditionally, that God loves you no matter what, if you are not aware of this, it becomes difficult for you to continue working with God. Hallelujah. As a Christian, you ought to be always conscious of the fact that God loves you dearly. You ought to be aware of that. He says, continue ye in my love. Continue to walk in my love. Hallelujah. Continue ye in my love. Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 3, the Bible says, The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Love that is everlasting. You see, a Christian ought to be conscious of this. A Christian ought to be awakened to this love of God, which is everlasting. Otherwise, you cannot walk with God. Amen. God's love is unchanging. God's love is unconditional. God's love does not depend on you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? God's love does not depend on your behavior. And you ought to be aware of that. You ought to be conscious of that. So you can continue to work with God. Am I speaking to somebody this afternoon? This evening? The Bible says in Romans chapter 5 and verse 7. Look at that. The NIV says, Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. It says very rarely. That means one or two occasions you may find, but very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Righteous person. Though a good person, it says though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. You know, for a good person like the Pope, Somebody, when somebody's trying to shoot the Pope, maybe somebody, you know, may take the bullet. Do you understand? And say, instead of the Pope dying, let me die. And that is rare. If somebody pulls a gun and the Pope is there, everybody will run away and leave the Pope alone. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? It says, rarely, very rarely, will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might, might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. Listen very carefully. He said, but God, he demonstrated his love, his everlasting love, his unconditional love, his unchanging love. God demonstrated this love to us in this. How? That while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So God's love for you, it does not depend on your sins. God's love for you does not depend on your behavior. That whilst you were a sinner, he sends his son to die for you. Wow, what kind of love is that? So don't let the nature of the love of man as you know it. Don't let it make you lose focus of the demonstration of God's love or of the nature of God's love for you. Don't let the knowledge of the love of man 
Because you see, that is what you know. Don't let that knowledge, the knowledge of the love of man, as man loves, don't let it get you to lose focus on the unconditional love of God. Don't ever let it make you lose focus of how God demonstrates his love. He says that whilst you were yet sinners, even when you were a sinner, God still loved you and gave his son. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? You see, when you were a child, you would make certain mistakes. And your parents would discipline you. But you see, it never crossed your mind one time. It never crossed your mind that they don't love you. When you were a child and you made mistakes and your parents disciplined you, it never crossed your mind that they don't love you. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? It is when you grow up, yes. when you are grown and you make mistakes and you are rebuked, then you make conclusions and say, they don't love me. That is why they are treating me like that. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Then, you, then you, when you are rebuked, then, you see, when you are a child and you make a mistake and they discipline you, your conclusion doesn't come to, they don't love me. Amen. It is when you are grown. When you are grown and you, are, you, you have self-awareness and you are conscious of yourself, then you, you are rebuked and the conclusion is that they don't love me. And you say, perhaps I'm not even their real children. You are finding all kinds of reasoning why you have been disciplined. Perhaps they adopted me. Perhaps I'm not their real children. Perhaps this is not my real father. <laughs> but the love of the parent is always there. I said the love of the parent is always there. Hallelujah. The love of the parent. It is a grown-up, grown-up person who feels I ought to know better. You see, that is how, that is how you conclude that the way I have behaved and the way they have disciplined me, I don't think they love me anymore. But the love of the father is always there. Amen. Amen. When the prodigal son came to his senses, how many of you know the prodigal son? You know the prodigal son. Who does not know the prodigal son? When he came to his senses, when he rose up and he came to his senses, he said something. You see, let's look at Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15 and verse Let's go to verse 17. Luke chapter 15, verse 17. It says, when he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired men have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. This is a grown man talking. He says, how many of my father's hired men? You see, this is a man who has you know, who has left his father's house against advice, against uncle's advice, auntie's advice, against... So, I mean, where he has come now, he felt guilty. He felt that, you know, I, I, I ought to have known better. But life was very hard. So he came to his senses and says, how many of my father's hired men have food to spare and here I am starving to death? Verse 18, he says, I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. You see, that is how you think. That is the grown person. That is an adult. That is someone who feels I ought to know better. He says, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. Just make me, take me like one of your hired men. I am not worthy even to be in this house. I am not worthy to be your son. My behavior does not even warrant that I come to your house anymore. Sometimes, you see, some of you, some, sometimes a young man corners a young woman somewhere 
and does certain things to you and you feel guilty you don't you feel like the way i am now i'm not worthy to come to the house of god sometimes you feel sometimes you don't want to sing in a choir but you the reason why you don't want to sing is you feel that the way i am now i don't think i am worthy to stand in a choir to sing sometimes you want to stay home and take shower like one week three weeks <laughs> Amen. True or not true? You see, you are looking at me as if I'm. I've told you that I don't preach abstract messages. I do not preach abstract messages. Amen. You feel you feel that you know if I stay away for at least two weeks, three weeks, and I come back. You know, you feel like you have washed your sins away. <laughs> you have washed your sins away. Amen. True or not true? Look, if you commit fornication this evening, you wouldn't want to come here like that. You feel like, let me take a shower, you know. Maybe Sunday. By Sunday, I feel like, you know, I'm purified. True or not true? You see, so this is what he was saying. He says, I'm no longer worthy. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. I'm no I'm not fit to be in this house. I'm not fit to get the same room. I'm not fit to have the same position as I had before. Because he's conscious of his sins. So just make me like one of your hired men. I will stay in the boys' quarters. I will say I will stay in the servants' house. So he got up and went to his father. This is his plan. He says, "By this, at least, I may have some consideration, and they put me in the servants' quarters." So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was. Filled with compassion for him. Least does he know that the father's heart is filled with compassion for him. So he says he got up, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. Now the father ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. Does it look like someone who is ready to take him as a hired servant? Does it look like someone who is ready to put him in, in, in the boys' quarters? He says he ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. Kissed him. You see, sometimes you have no idea. You feel like you are not worthy even to come and stand and praise the Lord. But he's ready to lift you up. He's ready to receive your praise. He says, he kissed him. The son said to him, Father, you see, he has memorized this as he's coming. He has memorized his prayers. Memorized his prayers. So quickly, he wants to say it before even the father. (laughs) Amen. And did you see the word of God? The father is very loving. He says, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer, is it the same? He has recited the thing. I'm going to say this. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe. You see, the father was not even listening. You see, the father was not even listening to his confession. He ignored his comments. He says, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Bring, he said, put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Verse 23, he says, bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. Wow. The father's love. The father's love. Let's have a feast and celebrate. 
For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. They began to celebrate. Look, don't let the, the love of man, which is conditional, the love of man, which is the way you behave is how I will behave towards you. The love of man, which depends on your behavior. The love of man, which be, be, depends on your righteousness. The love of man, which depends on your achievement. Amen. Don't let that cloud the love of God. And have that in the back of your mind that as you have fallen into some sin, God is also looking at you the same way man will look at you. Don't let that cloud your mind. Don't let that change your reception of God's love. Amen. Says, for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. They began to celebrate. Now look. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. I'm showing you the love of man as compared to the love of God. Hallelujah. I'm showing you how man will relate to you in terms of love versus how God will relate to you. He said the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him, what's going on? The servant said, your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has, he has him back safe and sound. <laughs> he has him back how? Safe and sound. As far as the father is concerned, though you were in some deep sins, but as you have come back, you have come back to him safe and sound. Though you feel dirty and you don't feel worthy, as he has seen you in his house, he has, come, he has received you safe and sound. If you are not conscious of the Father's love for you, you will stay away. You will not continue in the faith. So many people, they backslide and they feel they can't come before God anymore. They feel they cannot continue in this. God does not even want them anymore. Amen. They feel they are not worthy to be called one of their God's sons or one of God's daughters. So they are staying on the outside like servants. Amen. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. This is the love of man. He became angry and he refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. Sometimes people come and we know that they have been involved in certain sense and the way we treat them, the way we handle them. This young man, he was not perfect in the house. Amen. Amen. He says he was angry and refused to go in. So his father came out and pleaded with him. Don't do that. Oh, don't do that. Come in, come in. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Pleading with him. Pleading with him. But he answered his father. Look. All these years I have been slaving for you and never disobeyed you. Hey, I'm here to find one son that lives in a father's house that never disobeyed a father. It is our self-righteousness that makes us not even able to love. He says, I have been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat 
goat. You never even gave me a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes when he comes home, this son of yours who has squandered your, pro- your property with prostitutes when he comes home, you kill the fatted calf for him. It is the love of man. It is the love of man that pushes you away when you fall into sin. It is the love of man. And sometimes we relate to God's love because of our knowledge of man's love. Because when man, when you fall into certain sin, when you wrong them, they don't love you the same way. They don't love you the same way. And so we translate that into the love of God and we feel that God is also treating us the same way. This is the love of man. This is the love of man. Who has squandered your property with prostitutes when he comes home? You kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. He says this verse, next verse, but we had to celebrate he says, we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and he is found. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It is the love of God that rejoices even after you have sinned and come back to him. It is the love of God. The love of man, they push you away. Amen. Amen. So she was pregnant and there was no husband. So what? God still loves the person. It is only men who push you away. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? And if we are not conscious, if we are not conscious of the fact that God loves us this way, we stay away from him. We stay away from him. We stay away from his house. We stay away from his people. We stay away from his blessings. But when we are conscious of the love of God, no matter what sin we fall into, hallelujah. I say no matter what sin we fall into, hallelujah. Matthew chapter 18 and verse 3, Bible says, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Except ye be converted and become as little children, you cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Except you be converted and become as little children, you cannot continue in the love of God. You cannot continue in the love of God. Except you become as little children. You cannot continue to receive the love of God. Little children always, they continue to receive the love of the parent. Except ye be converted and have a mind of a child when you are relating to God. You cannot continue. You may be a very powerful man of God and the people call you man of God, but you are a man of God to the people. You will never be a man to God. You will always be a child of God. No matter what stage you get to. No matter how grown spiritually you become. You are always a child of God. You are a man of God to the people. Amen. So we ought to be conscious and have a child attitude whenever we are relating with God. Relate with God as a child. Have a child's mentality as far as the love of God is concerned. Hallelujah. You see, when you are a child, you never lose focus of your parents' love. They discipline you. You always, you go and you cry and then you come back to them. When you are a child, You'll be disciplined, 
but you never lose focus of the fact that they love. In fact, they, you come to the same person for comfort after you have been disciplined. No matter what mistake you make, you never lose focus of the fact that your parents love you very much. And the Bible is saying that except you also be converted and become as a child and have a child's mind, a child's mind that receives love from his parents, unless you become like that, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You cannot enter into the kingdom of God because you cannot continue. It says, they that shall endure unto the end, they are the ones that shall be saved. And if you cannot continue in the love of God, you will fall out. You will get to a stage where you feel not worthy to be counted as a child of God anymore. But when you have a child's mentality, you are always conscious of the love of God. Hallelujah. I say you are always conscious. You will finish crying, but you will come back. But an adult, they rebuke you, and you don't talk to them for one month, two months, because you have been rebuked. Amen. Be a child and receive the love of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Isaiah 49, verse 16, it says, Behold, I have graven you, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. I have graven thee upon the palms of my hand. It will continually be there. Your words are continually before him. He says, I have graven, do you understand what that means? It means God has graven your image, your picture in his palms. He has tattooed your picture in his palm. That means that wherever God is, your picture is with him. You know which people do that? Parents. They carry the child's picture. I say, except he be converted and become as a child. No parent carries the grown adult married, married man, married woman's picture in his wallet. They carry their, their babies, their children's pictures in their wallet. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Except ye be converted and have a child's mind. God says he has engraved your image in his palm. That means wherever he is, he sees you. He sees you wherever he is. He looks at you wherever he is. Hallelujah. He has engraved you in his palm. Constance, your image is in the palm of God. Your photograph is in the palm of God. If you have a child's mentality, but if you are grown, no parent will carry your photograph in their wallet. Amen. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Fathers don't carry their, their grown-up photographs in their wallets. You and your wife, and their, your photograph is in their wallet. No, no, no. But they carry their children, their children, as far as you are a child. Your, your photograph is in their wallet. Amen. As long as you remain a child, God will carry your photograph in his wallet. He will engrave you in his own power. Hallelujah. Amen. Look, God is conscious of your weaknesses. He knows your strength. Hallelujah. He knows your strength. He knows your weaknesses. Whatever sin you fall into, God is conscious of it. He's looking at you. Amen. When you are praying and you fall asleep. How many of you have fallen asleep when you are praying before? You are praying and then you, are, you fall asleep. God knows. He knows. He sees you when you fall asleep. What do you think? He gets angry with you that you are praying and you are falling asleep and he's angry with you. Oh, no. You fall asleep. And he, he says, he knows, he knows your frame. He knows your frame. And he knows that you are but dust. So you fall asleep. And you wake up. Sometimes you come for prayer meeting. And you fall asleep. Sometimes you're on a prayer line. And you're on a prayer line. And as you're on a prayer line, we hear... Even this morning. 
Amen. Even this morning. It happened even this morning. You see. How many of you have heard that before? Not you, not you, but you have heard that somebody was praying and the person fell asleep. You fall asleep on a prayer line and you are snoring. You see, when you are snoring, senior brothers are angry with you. Senior brothers are angry. Who is that? Who is snoring? Who is snoring? But the God, he knows that you are just trying. He knows you are just trying. He knows you are just making effort. He knows you are just trying. He's an amazing God. He's an amazing God. Sometimes we come for prayer meeting. And we finish one topic. As we are introducing the next topic, you fall asleep. Just sit down for a few minutes and receive the next topic. You fall asleep. God knows that you are trying. You see, every little, you see, except ye be converted and become as a little child, you cannot receive the love of God. Every little effort that you make, it pleases God. Because you see yourself as a child before God. You know, if I say, dada, dada, do you think I'm trying? I've done anything extraordinary. But when we hear a little child, one of these little babies, they can't even say it. They say, da-da, da-da. And you see the parents clapping. Oh, did you hear that? And they are recording. Did you hear? She said that. God sees the effort that you are making. He sees the effort that you are making. And he's pleased with the effort. He's happy with the effort. He's happy with the effort. Except he be converted and become as one of the little child. Your child makes something he does. He puts one, two words together and you are so happy. He say, wow, did you hear that? <laughs> but we don't clap when adults. You make very complex sentence. Nobody claps for you. Except he be converted and become as a little child. Amen. You are at a prayer meeting and you are sleeping. You are sleeping. The senior brother comes. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Get up. And then you are walking around with your sleepy head. And then you you are. But God, when he took people for a prayer meeting, he took them for a prayer meeting. Just took them for a prayer meeting. Say, let us go and pray. Look at the book of Mark. Look at the book of Mark. Let me show you something in the book of Mark. I think it's Mark chapter 14. Mark 14. Mark 14 and verse, verse 37. See the senior brothers. If you know you are sleeping, stand up, stand up to your feet. Stand up, stand up, stand up. You see, senior brothers, no mercy, no mercy, hey, no mercy. If you know you are sleeping, be walking, be walking, be walking. But look, he says, he says, and, 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 <laughs> look at God, look at God. He goes for a prayer meeting with you. He says, and he cometh. And findeth them sleeping, and said unto Peter, Simon, sleepest thou? Couldest not thou watch one hour? Verse 38. Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. And say, The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. My son, I know you are trying. I know. Oh. Your spirit is there. You want to pray. But the flesh is weak. You are coming from work and... Oh! Hey, senior brother, it doesn't matter where you are coming from work, whether you are doing whatever you are doing. Stand up and walk and pray. Be praying. 
be conscious of the love of God. Don't let the love of man cloud the love of God for you. Be conscious of the love of God. The, the spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. I know, my son, my daughter, I know you are trying. You are making effort. I am happy with the effort you are making. I am even happy that you came for the meeting. I am glad that you even came. Amen. Verse 39. It says, and again, he went away and prayed and spake the same words. And when he returned, he found them asleep again. For their eyes were heavy. Hey, sometimes you come for prayer meeting, it's not easy. Hey, sometimes they are giving the topic, they are sharing the topic, your eyes are very heavy. But you see, we, we in the flesh, we need to help each other also. So it's okay for the senior brother to say, stand up and be walking and help yourself and keep awake and pray. Because that is what we also know. Amen. But God, he says, and he returned and he found them asleep again. For their eyes were heavy. Neither waste they were to answer him. They didn't even know what to say to him. <laughs> because the people were tired. They didn't know what to say. Lord, yes. we don't even know. We are trying. He says, I know you are trying. So the next verse, he says, And he cometh the third time and saith unto them, Sleep on. He takes, he takes your coat and then he says, Sleep on. Sleep on, sleep on, and take your rest. <laughs> That's God's love. That is God's love. This is the love of God. Every little effort you make, He's pleased with the effort. Say, sleep on, sleep on. It is enough. The time, is, the hour is come. Behold, the Son of Man betrayed into the hands of sinners. Hallelujah. Oh, the love of God. Why don't you clap for the love of God? Hallelujah. We need to walk in the love of God. We need to be conscious of the love of God. Hallelujah. We need to be aware that God loves us unconditionally. No matter what we have done, no matter what we have been involved in, God's love for us is unconditional. Hallelujah. There's a scripture in Lamentations 3 and verse 22. It says, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassion failed not. Hallelujah. His compassion failed not. Verse 23 says, they are new every morning. They are new every morning. God's compassion, his mercies, they are new every morning. Let us be conscious of the love of God. Let us be conscious that God loves us unconditionally. For he said, as the Father had loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Continue ye in my love. Otherwise, you cannot continue to walk with God. Otherwise, you will lose this faith if you are not conscious of God's unconditional love for you. Hallelujah. There is a second part of the love that calls on you loving God back. But our time is up and we will continue next time we meet. So clap for Jesus, stand to your feet and let us bring the service to a close. Hallelujah. Oh, say continue ye in my love. Continue ye in my love. Continue in the love of God. Continue in the love of God. Be conscious of the love of God. Continue in the love of God. Continue ye in my love. As the Father has loved me, as the Father, the same love as I've received of the Father, 
I have given you, I have showered on you also that same love. Continue ye in my love. Continue in my love. Oh, continue in my love. In the name of Jesus. Continue in my love. Continue in my love. Yes. Continue in my love. Yes. Oh, the love of God. Continue. 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 In my love. Continue. Yes. Continue. It never ceases. Continue ye in my love. Continue ye in my love. Be enlarged in my love. He said, I will arise and will go to my father and will say, Father, I have sinned against you and against heaven. Take me as one of the highest servants. But the Bible says the father's heart was full of compassion. Full of compassion for him. Full of compassion for him. Oh, yes. Let us not be crowded by the love of man. Yes. Continue ye in my love. It is steadfast love. It's unconditional love. No matter what you have done, he's always welcoming. He's always waiting. He says he's full of compassion for his sons and daughters. He's full of compassion for his children. Yes. Oh. steadfast love Lord we thank you that you do not love us like man loves Father we are thankful for this unconditional love Father this is how you demonstrated your love towards us this is how you commended your love towards us that whilst we are still sinners you sent your son to die for us Father we are grateful and we are thankful for this steadfast love for this unconditional love we thank you lord that your love for us does not depend on us we thank you lord that your love for us does not depend on our behavior we thank you lord that your love for us does not depend on what we do but you love us unconditionally we are grateful and thankful for this great love help us lord to be conscious of this love May our minds not be clouded by the love of man. May our love for you never be mistaken for the love of man. We pray, Lord, that we will continue here in the love. We will continue in the love that you have for us. That we will be conscious of the love that you have for us. Father, when we fall in the deepest pit, may we always remember that you have lifted up your hand to pull us out. That you are always ready to embrace us. We thank you, Lord. We are grateful. We thank you in the name of Jesus. If there's anyone here tonight, you have not given your life to Jesus, and you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, 
you want to be born again if that is you with all eyes closed and every head bow lift up your hands and I'll pray with you just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior you want to give your life to Christ lift up your hand and I'll pray with you is there anyone here like that anyone why don't you join me and say Lord Jesus thank you for dying for me Lord Jesus I have sinned against you I am not worthy to be called one of your children Lord Jesus tonight I come to you with a heart full of repentance I repent of my sins Lord Jesus please forgive me cleanse me purify me please wash me with your blood Lord Jesus I believe you are the son of God I believe you died for my sins and I believe you rose again from the on the third day Lord Jesus tonight please come into my life please write my name in the book of life I declare that you are the Savior you are my Savior you are my master and you are my teacher Lord Jesus be my Lord in Jesus name Amen Hallelujah if you said this prayer We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.